Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. We're doing our podcast today. We've been, uh, it's Eternity Viewpoint. We've been uh, given some biographical things, but uh, today I think we will uh, start with a chapter out of Second Chronicles dealing with the prayer dedication prayer of Solomon. I just wanted to do a little bit on prayer, and then we'll go from there, I believe, into James after this. But I want to start reading with Second Second Chronicles chapter six, beginning with verse twelve. And he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. For Solomon had made a brazen scaffold of five cubits long and five cubits broad and three cubits high, and had set it in the midst of the court, and upon it he stood and kneeled down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel, and spread forth his hands toward heaven. And said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in the heaven or in the earth, which keepeth covenant and showeth mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. One of the things that was very interesting here was the humility of Solomon as he gives this dedicatory prayer, if you would. And he certainly acknowledges who his God is and sets a wonderful example. It would be a wonderful thing if our leadership today in this country, regardless of whether they're Democrat or Republican, would be willing to take that kind of a stand for God. But he kneels down, he spreads his hands, and he calls on God. He says, O Lord God of heaven, there is no God like thee in the heaven nor in the earth, which keepeth us covenant and show us mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. What a wonderful thing it is when we can acknowledge how great God is. There isn't any other God. The Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. But one of the things I think that Solomon acknowledges as he prays here, he not only prays, but he asks God to work in the lives of his people, those that he is going to serve. He says, Thou which hast kept with thy servant David my father that which thou hast promised him, and spakest with thy mouth, and hast fulfilled it with thine hand as it is this day. Now therefore, O Lord God of Israel, keep with thy servant David my father that which thou hast promised him, saying, There shall not fall thee a man in my sight to sit upon the throne of Israel. Yes, so that thy children take heed to their way to walk in my law as thou hast walked before me. So Solomon here is saying, God, you know what the promises you made to David. I'm asking you to keep them. I'm asking you to work in my life and work in the people that I lead just as you have done for him. Keep those promises. And uh, he says, Now then, O Lord God of Israel, let thy word be verified, which thou hast spoken unto thy servant David. But will will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house which I have built. So he's built this great house for the Lord, and yet he acknowledges this house isn't the reason you're who you are. It isn't 
going to be able to contain all the things that you do. And certainly today we have people who want to think one way inside the church and outside the church of the church walls. They want to do other things. We've had uh, people suggest that the church keep uh, keep their worship inside the church and don't take their philosophy, don't take their way of living outside the church. It's okay when they're in the church among their people, but don't try to impact the world. Don't try to influence it like that. And certainly we know that's a problem. But uh, he says, But will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee how much less the house which I have built. Have respect, therefore, to the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. You know what Solomon is acknowledging here? He says, I am a servant, and I need to be a servant of yours. And we as a people of God, certainly as pastor, uh, I need to be a servant of God. I need not forget that I serve him. I'm not, I'm not ordering him around. There are some people today who will say, well, you know what? Why don't you just uh, tell the people what to do? Why don't you just uh, uh, give the orders? And uh, Solomon is certainly not claiming to be given the orders. He's claiming he's going to serve the people, and he needs God's help in order to serve them. Recall that when he uh, was asked, God asked him what he wanted, he didn't ask for wealth or riches. He didn't ask for fame. He just asked that he'd have wisdom. And the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberty and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. We certainly need to be a people that need to ask for wisdom. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot make it without his help. And that's the one thing that Solomon is saying here. I need I need your wisdom, God. I need your help. And he's also pleading with God for whatever situation the people might be in. The Bible says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too small that we can't ask him for? No, we need to ask him for anything. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. And I think that's exactly what Solomon is saying here. You know what? I'm asking God to help me. I'm asking God to direct me. And he says, I want respect for my prayer and my supplication. He says, Hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee, that thine eyes be open upon this house day and night, upon the place whereof thou hast said that thou wouldst put my, thy name there, to hearken unto the prayer which thy servant prayeth toward this place. He says, Hearken therefore unto the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, which they shall make toward this place. Hear thou from thy dwelling place, even from heaven, and when thou hearest, forgive. The Bible said, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin and heal their land. That's what we're asking for. We're asking God, Lord, you hear our prayers. You, you forgive us. Help us to be willing to forsake our sins, to live the right kind of a life. And the Bible says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, how we need to call unto God. Oh, how we need to pray to him and ask him. And he's, he's looking for every situation. He doesn't want to leave anything out. He says, if a man sin against his neighbor and an oath be laid upon him to make him swear and the oath come before thine altar in this house, then hear thou from heaven and do and judge thy servants by requiting the wicked, by recompensing his way upon his own head, by justifying the righteous, by giving him according to his righteousness. 
The Bible says that righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Oh, we need the righteousness of God. We need to live a righteous life. The Bible says he's imputed unto us. He's given unto us his righteousness. And oh, Solomon is saying, oh, that the people of God might be righteous, that they might do the right thing. But if they don't, Lord, be willing to forgive them when they mess up. And certainly the Bible says there's not a just man upon the earth and that doeth good and sinneth not. So there's none of us that continually is always doing the right thing. We all mess up at times. We all uh, fail before fail God. But he said, hear from heaven. He said, if the people Israel be put to the worst before the enemy because they have sinned against thee and shall return and confess thy name and pray and make supplication before thee in this house, then hear thou from heavens and forgive the sin of thy people Israel and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest to them and their fathers. He is saying over and over again, Whatever the situation might be, whatever sin might be committed, and the people turn from that sin and turn to you, be willing to forgive them. Aren't you, God, that we have a God who is able to forgive us, who's able to help us in the time of need, no matter how far we go from him, no, if, no matter if we stray, God is there for us. He wants to help us. We just simply have to call upon him. And Solomon isn't leaving anything to chance. And so oftentimes people say, well, that's not a big enough thing I can pray about. That's too small for me to pray. That's not what Solomon says. He says, then hear thou from the heavens, forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again to the land which thou gave to them and their fathers. Oh, might we cry out to God when we strayed. Might we cry, Lord, bring us back. David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. And uh, certainly we need to do that. When the heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, yet if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou from heaven, forgive the sin of thy servant and of thy people Israel. When thou hast taught them the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon thy land which thou hast given unto thy people for inheritance. He's saying if the people are having a famine because they've turned against you and they make things right, then work out, help them to uh, get the forgiveness, help them to have that rain that they need again for their crops. They're dependent totally, totally upon you. And Solomon is not leaving anything to chance here as he's seeking God's face. He says, hear from heaven. He says, if there be dearth in the land, if there be pestilence, if there be blasting or mildew, locusts or caterpillars, if their enemies besiege them in the cities of the land, whatsoever sore or whatsoever sickness there be, if there's COVID-19, if there's variants, we can go to God and we can pray and say, God, you hear, you answer prayer, you help us. Then what prayer or what supplication soever shall be made of any man or of all thy people Israel, when every one shall know his own sore and his own grief and shall spread forth his hands in this house? If there are people dealing with depression, if there are people that are dealing with calamity, dealing with sickness, dealing with natural disasters, what can they do? They can cry out to God. They can spread forth their hands. And he's saying, Lord, if they do, then hear thou from heaven. Can't we cry out today? Then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and render unto every man according to his ways, whose his heart thou knowest, for thou only knowest the hearts of the children of men. We are children of men. We are 
Oftentimes, people that fail, we don't always do right, but we can cry out to God. If we go out to war, God can go with our military into the battle. We can ask for his help. We can ask for him strength. We can ask for his protection. We have a God that hears and answers prayer, and all we need to be people that will go to him no matter what. Help us to be the people of God, just like Solomon was. He didn't want to leave anything to chance. He didn't depend upon his own might. He didn't depend upon his own wisdom. He didn't depend upon his own riches. He depended upon the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.